Trying to grab all the groceries in one trip? Oof, not how you would have done that. You know sometimes less is more. Like when you drive less and save with the USAA annual mileage discount. USAA. Get a quote today. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Everybody, let's go, let's go, let's go. Come on in, everybody everywhere. It's Monday night, 7 o'clock mountain, 9 o'clock eastern time. means it's time to command your day and command your week with the power of prayer. I need you to come in and speak to me as you come in. Let me know what platform you are watching on. It is time to command your week and command your day with the power of prayer. Why do we call it command your day and command your week? It is a biblical and spiritual principle of prayer. The Bible makes it clear that a day begins the evening for, before. That's why the Bible says in Genesis, and the evening and the morning were the first day, so on and so forth. And so what are we doing? We're getting a hold of the day before it gets a hold of us. Because biblically speaking, a day just started. Can you type that in on the, on the comments already? It's a new day. Biblically speaking, it is a new day. Which, can I give you some revelation about that? Um, a lot of times people say, uh, you know, weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. And often, uh, uh, you know, uh, in, in the earth, a new day begins. Uh, at uh, midnight, 12 midnight, a new day begins, 12.01, it's in a new day. Technically, at midnight, you are halfway through. Check this out. Which means when things seem darkest, you're already halfway to wherever it is you're trying to go. But that's a whole other subject. All right, and so the Bible makes it clear the evening and the morning were the first day and so on. So we're getting a hold of the day before it gets a hold of us. We're getting a hold of the week before it gets a hold of us. Come on in, speak to me. Let me see where you are watching from. Good to see everybody. We are uh, Aurora, 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 Aurora. Come on, Aurora, let's go. Denver, Alpharetta, that's uh, Atlanta. Good to see you, Denver. Good to see you, Duval. Good to see you, Conyers, Atlanta, Atlanta Metro. Uh, Florence, South Carolina, Decatur, that is Atlanta Metro. Good to see everybody. Come on in, y'all. I'm going to give you a few moments to get in. Let me just say thank you. Yesterday was Bishop Kevin Foreman Day in the city of County in Denver and the city of Aurora uh, by a former mayor, now Senator Hickenlooper. It was so awesome. I had the privilege of preaching the week he got um, elected to the Senate. That Sunday night, uh, myself and some other pastors, we were gathered together and I preached and prayed over him and his election so that when he went in, he would know what he was, he would go with God. And that was awesome. And then, of course, the late Mayor Steve Hogan, which made that uh, in the city of Aurora. So yesterday was Bishop Foreman, the anniversary of Bishop Foreman Day. So thank God for that. What God does for me, he does for us. We are harvest every win for the head is a win for the body. Come on. Can you clap your hands and thank God for that? And uh, and so that is that is an honor. Um, and then tomorrow is my birthday. And uh, I will be 22 years old. Listen, I started harvest when I was six uh but no uh i'm just joking but it's my birthday tomorrow and the thank you all for your gifts and your love it means so much to me gifts are my love language talk doesn't mean much to me it doesn't mean much at all to me um and uh, but actions do and it's not even 
the gift per se, it is the thought, the energy, the effort that goes into it. And so I just want to say thank you. Can you clap your hands for those that uh, have taken um, the, the time, the energy, the effort to do that? I have been, uh, I am I am a blessed man and I am a giver. Um, and, uh, and so uh, I had to learn years ago, for those of you who are givers, you have to learn how to receive. You have to learn how to receive. Can you type this on the screen? I can receive. Now, if you're not a giver, don't type that because you're not getting nothing. <laughs> All right? Just keep it real with you. You give seed to the soul. If you're not a giver, don't type this because I'm not talking to you. But for those of you that know how to release, you have to also know how to receive. Come on. Can you type that on the screen? I know how to receive. I know how to receive. I know how to receive. And for a while, I, I didn't know how to receive. And now I know how to receive. I release. I receive. You give seed to the so, oh, did I say I was 21 yesterday? Well, listen, all right, a day is as a thousand years to the Lord. Listen, anyway, so I appreciate you all so much. Love you tremendously. Listen, tonight we're going up in prayer. It is um, um, a wonderful Monday night, and we're going to pray tonight. I want to start prayer a little different than how we would normally pray. We're going to actually start prayer in the seat of the intercessor. There's three types of prayer, all right? Can I get you to type three? There's three types of prayer. The number one type of prayer is to pray, which means to ask. This is what you do for yourself. That's number one, all right? Can I get you to type that on the screen? Number one is to pray. That's what you do for yourself. So when somebody says, I'm praying for you, really, that's not the right terminology. It's going to be the second or the third type of prayer. The second type of prayer is called intercession. Intercession is literally, think of it, intercession. So you are entering the session. You are the go-between between God and somebody that cannot go to God on their own. Now you said, Bishop, doesn't God hear everybody's prayers? No. Aren't we all God's children? No. Um, the Bible is very clear. We are all his creation. We are not all his children. All right. The scripture says in John chapter nine, but the only prayer that is heard of a non-believer is the prayer of salvation. That means prayer is a privilege. Come on. I need y'all to type that in the comments. Prayer is a privilege. It is a privilege. It is not a right. It is something we get to do. It is not something that we have to do. We get access to the King of Kings, to the Lord of Lords, to the great I am. So when you intercede, you are going to God on behalf of somebody that cannot go on their own. I know we live in a culture where people say that anything goes but that's not Bible. Just because culture says it does not mean that the Bible says it. And you got to hear this. Um, the scripture says it, 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 in the latter days, people would heap up for themselves teachers that because they had itching ears and would tell them what they want to hear. And so we got a lot of stuff that circulates on social media and even throughout the body of Christ where people are taking it like it's Bible and it's not. It's some woman's opinion. It's not. It's some man's opinion. And I'm sorry to tell you, but opinions, watch me, opinions don't make for good facts. Y'all better talk to me. I need it to come from the word. Can I get everybody to type that on the screen? The word. The Bible says heaven and earth will pass away, but not one jot or tittle from the word is going to pass away. So if I got to bet on some person's opinion or the Bible, baby, uh, listen, the, the word is going to win all day, every day. All right. Third type of prayer. Third type of prayer is to uh, make what's called supplication. Supplication. And when you see supplication, it is really like a supplement. It means you're adding something to what somebody else is doing. You make supplication when you are praying for someone that is already a Christian. All right? We're going to start prayer tonight in the seat of the intercessor. Harvest, for those of you connected to Harvest, we have a goal this year of seeing 1,000 decisions for the Lord. We're at like four, I think we hit like four, seven, maybe 480 or something. Somebody tell me the number. Put it in the comments. And those of you that would know that number, we hit like 480 or something, I think, yesterday, which means we got some work to do. 
And we're going to start in the seat of the intercessor tonight. And we're going to pray for those that are not saved. We're going to pray for those that are not saved. We're going to pray for those that do not know the Lord. Before you do that, I need you to click the like button and I need you to click the share button across every platform. We're about to pray for those that are not saved tonight. And we're going to also pray for those where 470, thank you. I thought we hit 480 yesterday. Um, I thought it was 470 yesterday, but we had some more. Um, thank you though. Um, and, and so in that, let's say it this way. Between four, okay, 476 is what we hit yesterday. Um, so 476, that's awesome. But here's what I need you to know. We got work to do. So we're going to pray for those that don't know the Lord and those that have fallen away from the Lord. Everybody listen. We also want to pray for those whose hearts have grown cold towards the Lord. Um, the scripture, if you watch the Bible, and I'm taking some time before we pray for this, the Bible says um, that what would happen is that over time, the hearts of many would grow cold and the love of many would grow cold, not just for people, but for the Lord. And over and over in the Bible, you saw where people, the better they did, sometimes the further they got from God. Y'all got to hear me. The further they did, uh, the best, uh, the better they did in material things or in life, the further they got away from God over and over and over and over again. Um, and so we want to pray for those who have grown cold towards the Lord. How many of you waited if you know somebody that doesn't know the Lord? That has fallen away from the Lord and has, or that has grown cold towards the Lord. Wave at me, whatever platform you're on. Uh, wave, wave at me, what, whatever platform you are on. If you know somebody that does not know the Lord, you know somebody that has fallen away from the Lord, or you know somebody that has grown cold. I see hands on every platform. You got to hear what I'm saying. You got to hear what I'm saying. Um, the Bible makes it very clear that this would happen. And the Bible says this, I'm going to read it to you. It's Matthew 24. Um, and I'm not even going to go. Let's go here. Oh, my God. Let's, let me just read you this. Because we're going to start prayer different tonight. We're going to bombard heaven before we ask for ourselves. We're going to intercede for some other people tonight. Is that good with you? It's going to be good because that's what we're doing. Um, but, but I want you to embrace the seat of the intercessor. Um, I need you to get passionate. We're going to get passionate about going after those that do not know the Lord. And we're going to start tonight in prayer. Many times you're inviting people, but you haven't prayed for the people that you've invited. And so consequently, your invite isn't effective because there's a spiritual barrier. There is something that is messing with them. There are scales that are on their eyes. There are scales that are on their ears. Uh, Acts chapter 9 talks about that. Uh, and so we want to deal with that. But let me read you this verse real quick, and then we're going to sit and see the intercessor. Everybody, do me a favor. If you haven't shared yet, like the video. Tell me where you're watching from. Let me read the scripture to you, and then we're going to pray. So the Bible says this. Uh, let me read it to you. It says, um, let's go here. It says in verse 3, Matthew 24, 3, as he sat on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came in privately saying, tell us when these things will be in the sign of your coming at the end of the age. And Jesus answered them, see that no one leads you astray. Many will come in my name saying, I am the Christ, which means I am the anointed one. And they will lead many astray. So pay attention. Number one, Jesus said, there's going to be a time where many people are going to be led astray, which means they're going to be led away from truth, away from truth. Can you type that in the comments? He says, many people are going to be led away from truth. What are they going to be led to? They're going to be led to their own truth. This is why you even hear people using this phrase, my truth. Well, if it's the truth, how is it your truth? Y'all not talking to me. Come on, put that in the comments. All right. Then here's the second thing. He said in verse 20, uh, verse six, and you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. All right. He says people, there's going to be war. There's going to be fighting, but this just always happened. And rumors of wars. 
See that you are not alarmed, for this must take place, but the end of the age is not yet. Verse 7. So here's number two. There's going to be conflict. And conflict, when we think of war, most of us instantly go to war as it relates to nations. You think of Ukraine. You think of Russia. Uh, you think of all of that. But war here just deals with conflict. He says there's going to be conflict between people who used to get along just fine. Wave at me if you have seen conflict rise up with people that used to get along just fine. Y'all better wave at me. People who used to get it. As a matter of fact, some of you, you've experienced this with people where there's been conflict. Y'all, we're about to sit in the seat of the intercessor. And I just want to read this scripture for you real quick before we pray this. He said there's going to be conflict. People who used to get along, there's going to be conflict. There's leaders where you will have people who used to sit in a seat of respect that will now be disrespectful and dishonorable and damnable in their actions. You better hear me. Wars and rumors of wars. Watch me. Here's the next part. He says, see that you are not alone, for this must take place. Verse 7. For nation will rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines and earthquakes in various places. So number three, he said that the earth is going to begin. The earth is going to begin to have all kinds of conflicts and various places means it's going to happen in places that it, 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 uh, one, it's unexpected. But then two, it is also in uh, almost like, how is this happening here? Why is this happening here? Various places. It's going to be here, there and everywhere. All right. So you're going to, the earth is going to begin to respond. That's number three. Here's number four. He says, all these things are just the beginning of the birth pangs. Verse nine, they're going to deliver you up to tribulation, put you to death. You will be hated by all nations for my name's sake. So number, uh, the next piece here, Jesus says, you will be hated simply because you're mine. Is there anybody on prayer tonight where you have people who hate you and you can't figure out why? What does hate mean? Aversion to that they, they, they dislike you strongly and you cannot figure out why. You've done nothing to them. You've been nothing but good to them. You've been nothing but loving toward them. You've been nothing but helpful toward them. You've been nothing but respectful towards them, but they hate you. Wave at me if I'm talking to you. Jesus said these things would happen, right? Verse 10, and many, here's where we want to go, will fall away right there. He says there's going to be people who watch me, who you saw in seats of leadership or you saw as strong Christians or you saw as strong men or women of God, or who you saw as strong pillars and many are going to fall away. You got to hear me. They will fall away. Listen to this. And they will betray and hate one another. He said they're not just going to fall away. He said when they fall away, they're going to try to tear some up. How many of you have seen people that they didn't just fall away from you, but they tried to tear some up when they fell away. Y'all better talk to me. They didn't just want to stop being your friend. They wanted to keep other people from being your friend. They didn't just want to walk out of your business. They wanted to pull other people from your business. They didn't just walk away from church. They just want, they wanted to pull other people for no cause away from the, ooh, it's quiet here. It's quiet here on prayer. He says they're going to fall away. And when they do so, they're going to betray and they are going to hate one another. Verse 11, and many false prophets. What is a prophet? One who speaks on behalf of God. He says, people, there are going to be a lot of lying voices that are going to lead many astray. Everybody hear me. We're about to pray, but there's a lot of voices. And just because they don't put prophet on their name does not mean that it's not false. It is false when it contradicts the word of God. Y'all better hit me. I cannot. I, sometimes I have to just shut social media down. 
because it is filled with this verse. There's so many voices talking, but it's not Bible. Oh my God, there's so many voices talking, but there's no scripture to back it up. There's so many coaches and motivators and influencers and, and, and oh God, and this and that, but it's not Bible, it's opinion. And I'd be doggone if, if you miss God on somebody else's opinion. We're about to pray, but I just have to read you this verse. What makes a false prophet is that it contradicts the word of God. Okay, all right, all right. Um, I'll, I'll leave that right there. I want to stick high level. I don't want to go too deep into that. Let's go further because this is prayer, not, not Bible study, but I just want to read this verse before we pray. It says, it goes on. It says, um, verse 12, and lawlessness will be increased. So the love of many will grow cold. In other words, not just for people, but for God, it will grow cold. People will begin to say, you know, I'm just not in all of that no more. Here it is. I don't need. I don't. I don't need a. I don't need no preacher. I don't need no man of God. I don't need no church. I ain't really into all of that. I'm in the spiritual. I'm in the. I'm in the, my chakras. I'm, I got my infinity stone. You know, that's what I call them. I'm into this, into that, into that. I'm not really into all of that. The love of many will grow cold. The love of many will grow cold. The love of many will grow cold. In other words, the God that prospered you, the God that blessed you, the God that took care of you, the God that got you the car, got you the house, got that God, the Bible says that the love of many, they will literally grow cold and treat him like he a baby daddy that you don't like. Y'all not saying nothing. This is the love of many will grow cold, will grow cold. How many of you have seen people but their love for God just has grown cold. Let's tell the real truth. If you're not careful, your love for God can grow cold. You can get so frustrated with life and so frustrated with people. And then conversely, you can, get, you can do so well and you can begin to do so good that your love for God would grow cold. We're about to pray, but I need you to type this in the screen. Don't let my love grow cold. Don't let my love grow cold. Jesus said this was going to happen. So don't be shocked. But what is our responsibility? Our responsibility is to sit in the seat of the intercessor. God, do not let our love for you grow cold. Do not let our love for you grow cold. Do not let our love for you grow cold. Please type that in the comments. Don't let our love for you grow cold. Don't let our love for you grow cold, God. Don't let our love for you grow cold. Here's the last part of the verse. But the one who endures to the end will be saved. Y'all better hear me. God says you're going to need endurance. If you're going to do this thing, you're going to need endurance. So the first thing we're going to do tonight is we're going to sit in the seat of the intercessor. And we're going to pray for those where perhaps they've fallen away from the Lord or their love for the Lord has grown cold. And then we're going to pray for ourselves because here's what you, the Bible says. Take heed those who think you stand lest you fall. In other words, sometimes the reason people fall is because they think they're invincible. Talk to me in these comments. The reason some people fall away from God is because they think that they can't fall away from God. I ain't going to fall away from God. I love God. You don't love God. What's wrong with you? And that'd be the first trick that then failed. It's quiet in the comments. Let's pray. Father, in Jesus' name, we bless you and honor you for this opportunity to pray tonight, God. We ask for forgiveness for all of our sins, those committed knowingly and unknowingly, God. We ask for forgiveness for our iniquity. That's generational sin that we've passed down and around. We declare we're the curse breakers. 
We ask for forgiveness tonight, God, for our transgression. That's where we willfully deviated from what we knew to be right. Forgive us, God, for transgressing. And then finally, Father, we ask for forgiveness for our sin. This is where we have made mistakes, where we have missed the mark. That's what the word sin means. We ask for forgiveness tonight in the name of Jesus. And tonight, Father, we bombard heaven boldly because your word says in Proverbs 28, and we can boldly approach your throne, that the righteous are as bold as the lion. Father, your word says that the righteous that the righteous can be bold as the lion. You make us in right standing with you. 2,000 years ago, when your blood was shed, you gave us the ability to be in right standing with you, which means when we pray tonight, we are not praying as sinners. When we pray tonight, we are praying as the righteousness of God. And when we pray tonight, you do not see our sins, our mistakes, our failures. When we pray tonight, God, you see yourself you see your blood that covers us and your word says god that you cannot deny yourself and we thank you for that now in the name of jesus father we start prayer tonight in the seat of the intercessor we put the initials now or the names you can even tag them of individuals right now lord that we know do not know you and we pray, Holy Spirit, that you would draw them. Your word says that no man comes to the Lord except the Spirit draw him. We ask God that you would draw. Draw every set of initials. Draw every name that we list. Draw them unto yourself, God. Do what only you can do. You had to draw us, so now, God, we ask you to draw them. You had to draw us, so we ask you to draw them, God. And we speak salvation and that they'd be serving we speak salvation and that they'd be serving god we pray against the scales that may have attached themselves to their eyes as acts 9 and 18 says and the scripture says that at an instant something like scales fell from saul's eyes this was a time uh, where Saul literally had to go be trained and Saul literally uh, 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 had to uh, be blind for a period of time to be trained and there were scales. But for many people, there, Lord, there are scales that are on their eyes, on their ears that prevent them from hearing, that prevent them from receiving. For some of them, it is because of hurt they've experienced at the hands of other Christians. God, do not let them indict the entirety of your church based on the actions of a few people. We curse the complaint of church hurt. That is a unrealistic statement, God. Your body didn't do this. People did this. I pray, God, that tonight, whatever I've hurt, a pain or issue or unforgiveness that people may have, but they do not ascribe it to your body, but Father, they ascribe it to those individuals. And I pray for those whose their scale is wrapped up in what they call church hurt. I pray, God, that that scale would be broken tonight. Please type tonight. It would be broken tonight in the name of Jesus. Now, people do not blame every every driver for one act person that got in an accident. And they do not blame every man for one man that was abusive. They do not blame every woman for one woman that was unfaithful. So do not let them blame every church for what one person in one church in one city did. I pray that those scales would fall tonight. Father, we curse that. Father, we curse that excuse and we curse that scale tonight, God. We curse it in the name of Jesus. What does that mean? That we empower it to fail. We empower it so that it would not prosper and that it would not work in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray for those whose love has grown cold for you and we call them into relationship with you. God, fire their love for you again. Lord, stir their love for you again. Father, whatever you have to do, we say do it. Can I get you to type those words in the comments? Do it, God. 
Whatever you have to do in their lives, we ask you to do it, God. And we know that when you do it, you will do it as their father. You are our father. You are our protector. You are our king. You are our God. You are Alpha and Omega, beginning and the end, the first and the last. You are a good father. Father means life giver. Father, uh, it goes on. It, it, it means life sustainer based on the wisdom that you give us through your word. And Father, we speak it now in the name of Jesus. We pray, God, for every prodigal son. We call them back home. We pray, God, for every prodigal daughter. We call them back home. Y'all pray for me tonight. Y'all, we pray. For every individual where the sheep has wandered, we call them back to the pasture in the name of Jesus, God. And we pray, Lord, that we would see hundreds upon hundreds upon hundreds of souls and lives and decisions made for you in the name of Jesus. God, show them every false belief. Show them every false religion. Show them every false voice that they may be following. Expose it to them, Father, so that they can follow the truth of your word. In the name of Jesus, Father, we come against, come on, y'all, we got to pray deep. We come against every inaccurate teaching that they maybe have heard that made them view you incorrectly. We come against every inaccurate word that they were given that maybe view, made them view you incorrectly. We come against every tradition and pattern and habit that maybe made them view you incorrectly. In the name of Jesus, and we pray that you would show yourself. The scripture says, in the year King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord and he was high and lifted up. In other words, sometimes there are certain things that have to die so that you can be seen. There are certain things that have to dissipate so that you can be seen. There are certain things that have to be torn down so that you can be seen. And we pray against now anything that is stopping them from seeing you, that is stopping them from being introduced into a relationship with you. Father, we pray, we read your word where you said the love of many would grow cold. So Father, we pray against the love growing cold. We sit in the seat of the intercessor and Father, we say not the initials who we put in the comments, if you didn't put those initials, I need you to drop them. If you didn't put the names of the people, I need you to put it in there. If you want to be bold, tag them, tag them, tag them. I'd much rather somebody be ticked off with me because I kept praying for them than die, go to hell, and, and then say, why didn't you tell me? Why didn't you warn me? Your word says, God, that the watchman that does not warn that the blood would be on his hands, that the blood would be on his hands. That's Ezekiel 33 and 6. So, Father, we pray that there'd be no blood on our hands. Why? Because we sat in the seat of the intercessor tonight and we pray that they are saved and serving. Father, we pray against every relationship that's turned them from you. Oh, my God. We pray against every situationship that's turned them from you. Oh my God, we pray against every entanglement that has turned them from you. I hear this for four of you tonight. Some of your children don't serve the Lord. And the reason they don't serve the Lord is because who they lay down with. When they lay down with the wrong one, that spirit transferred. And now they picked up that atheist, that agnostic belief set that they lay down with. But in Jesus name, we pray that that's broken. The effective, fervent prayers of the righteous availeth much. The effective, fervent prayers of the righteous availeth much. The effective, fervent prayers of the righteous availeth much. 
And Father, you said that it's your loving kindness that draws them. Oh my God. It's your loving kindness that draws them. It is not a, a threat of hell. It is not a threat of damnation. It is not a threat, Father. It's your loving kindness that draws them. And so, Father, with your loving kindness, uh, Jeremiah 31 and 3, we pray that you would draw them. Draw them into your love. Draw them into your protection. Draw them into your word. Draw them into worship. In Jesus' name we pray. Come on, let's come up for breath. Drop an amen, whatever platform that you're on. Whatever platform that you are on. Drop an amen. We're going to come back to this. We're not done. We're going to come back. We got some more interceding to do. What is intercession? You sit in the seat of one who goes in between God and another. John 9 makes it clear. No man comes to the Lord. No man comes to the Lord except the spirit draw him. All right? Which means, watch me, it's got to be spiritual. Look at me. You didn't even pick God. He drew you. He drew you. I know you think you picked him. You know, give my life to Lord. We even call it decisions. And it's true. We have to respond to it. But the scripture is clear. The, the Lord has to draw. The Lord has to draw. And he made it clear. It's his will that all men might be saved. So he wants everybody saved. He wants everybody to him. Right? So, so this is what we're doing. This is what we're doing. Listen, make sure you like the video. Tell me where you're watching from and share. I want to come, I want to come, I want to come back to this because I want to deal, I want to deal with the scales. I want to deal with the scales. I want to deal with the scales. And this is Acts 9. And the scales refer to something that actually that fell off of Peter's uh, Paul's eyes, excuse me, after a period of time when he was blinded for a period of time so he could be led and trained and guided. Um, but but it, they represent something powerful. Sometimes, um, sometimes I get excited for intercessory prayers. This is good. Sometimes um, the reason that people are far from the Lord is because there's something. It's kind of like um, you know. Actually, this is a great example. This is cool. This was the gift I got. Actually, this thing is cool. Um, it's kind of like this. You are not gonna see. Follow me. You're not gonna see clearly if this is in the way. Pay attention. You can't see me clearly but I can't see clearly. And for some people around you, you ready? You ready for this? For some people around you, um, you don't really know what to say to them to get them to the Lord because the scales make it so that you can't see them. But the scales also make it so that they can't see you. They can't see truth. They can't see what's real. They can't see what's God. They cannot see it. And consequently, and conversely, you can't see it either. They talking is talking. You're like, what are you talking about? Like, what, what, what demon you got off in your ear? I want to spend some time on the scales because sometimes the scales, you ready? The scales show up in, as disappointment. Well, God didn't do what I wanted him to do, so I'm disappointed. And so because I'm disappointed, I don't really see it that way. I don't believe in all that faith stuff. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. God is not a genie in the bottle. He's not a genie. Can you put that in the comments? He's not a genie. So just because he didn't do what you wanted him to do doesn't mean he's not real. He's your God, not your homeboy. He is your God, not your friend. All right. How many people, you know, somebody that 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 you believe the, re the scale on their eye is that God didn't do what they wanted him to do. You ready? He's not a genie in a bottle. You're not going to rub him the right way. And, and, and this is that's not it. Number two. The scale. We're about to pray against these things. That we're gonna spend a lot of time in intercession tonight, and we're gonna do prayer different tonight. This is different. I told you it's gonna be different tonight, but this is gonna be good because we're gonna receive results. Because we're gonna see every set of initials, every name, every person we just had. We're gonna see them saved before the year's over. 
Father, I pray that we see them saved before 2022 is over. Saved and serving before 2022 is over in Jesus' name. Here's the second reason that they're scales. Sometimes it's not because God didn't do what they wanted to do. You ready? It's sometimes because a person didn't do what they wanted them to do. And so because so-and-so they want to be with them, now they're mad at God. You can't be mad at God because somebody don't want you. You just can't. You, how are you going to be mad at God because he didn't make somebody want you? Don't, you need to want somebody that wants you. That's crazy. You're going to be mad at God. Somebody didn't do what they wanted them to do. You, the person didn't give you the job, so now you're mad at God. How many people, you know some people, where well, you think that's where their skills are? You think that's where their skills are? Is that a person didn't do what they wanted to do? A leader didn't give you what you wanted, and so now you're mad at God. So also so did this for me, so also did it for me. So because a person didn't do what you wanted to do, now you're mad at God. You're mad at God, because a person did not do it. That's right. That's right. Well, the heart of the king is in his hand. Why did he turn the heart? Here's the question you need to be asking with that scale. I was, okay, God, if you did not turn their heart, then what, what am I, then what am I supposed to be turning to look at? If you did not turn their heart, God, then evidently, then that's, then that means I need to be, what do I need to turn to look at? Instead of being mad at God, All right? You ready? And then number three, here's another scale. You ready? Somebody says, I hope this can be watched. Yes, it'll be on the page. Here's the number three scale that hits people's eyes. And we're about to cover all of this in intercession. But to cover all this in intercession, the number three scale that sometimes these people ask when they get mad at God, they get frustrated with God, they fall away from God. Number one, God didn't do what they want. Number two, a person didn't do what they want. Number three, you ready? Dissatisfaction with God's processes. Dissatisfaction with God's processes. Meaning, I don't want to have to deal with that. I don't want to have to go through that. I don't want to have to do it that way. I don't want to have to forgive. So in other words, I'm going to make God in my own image, in my own life. You're going to do, and this is not a golden calf, but um, this is the bull, um, just <laughs> and an ox more specifically, Deuteronomy 22.10. Um, and so we're all to be an ox. So before y'all say, he got a golden calf. This is not a golden calf. This is a bull, or, or excuse me, an ox, excuse me. And the Bible says that we are like, Deuteronomy 22.10, thou shalt not plow with an ox and an ass together. All right, check this out. So, but the children of Israel, I'm going to make this a prop tonight. What did the children of Israel do? They said, we don't really like how long this is taking. We don't like God's process. This is taking too long. Moses has been up there for 40 days and 40 nights. We don't know what he up there doing. So what did they do? Let us make our own God. Let us make our own image. That's what they did. They said, we don't really like the way he does things. So we're going to create our own God. And this is what many people have done. Many people have done in America, particularly, is this made their own God. So now their job is their God. Their wife is their God. Their children are their God. So I had to teach you this so we can pray. Because sometimes when you're, when, you know, when, when you're connected to God, when, when you're in church, in person or online, and you're connected, you're so disconnected from those that aren't connected. And I needed to teach you this before we prayed over this. Because for many of you, you gotta hear me. For many of you, you gotta hear me. The issue is that some people, they just made their own God. This is why they don't want to worship. Why? They've made their own God. They worship. Everybody's worshiping something. Who or what is the question? You got it? Father, in Jesus' name, tonight, we pray for the scales that are affecting the names that we put, that are affecting the names that we put, that the initials that we put, everybody we just interceded for. 
We pray, God, right now in the name of Jesus against their frustration or anger with you because you didn't do what they wanted. God, you are not a genie. It is not your responsibility to just give us everything we ask for. That's an irresponsible parent. You said we have not because we asked not, but you did not guarantee that just because we asked for it, you were going to do it. Father, we have prayed to you and said your will be done, not ours. Which means the moment we say your will be done, this means we are saying we give you the right to override what we asked for. Come on, type that on the screen, override. We give you the right to pull rank. We give you, yes, we can take our petitions to you. But Father, when we say your will be done, not our will be done, we are telling you, be daddy, be father. If there's something we don't need, we're saying, don't give it to us. If there's something that you know will hurt us, we're saying, don't give it to us. We give you permission to override us. We pray tonight, God, uh, for those who feel mad or angry or their skills or their eyes or their ears or their spirits that are preventing them from seeing you, preventing them from seeing your word, Father, because they didn't realize you actually answered their prayer. You answered their prayer because you overrode what they asked for. You answered their prayer because you overrode what they desired. You recognized it would not be good for them, so you pulled an override. And we say thank you. Take them from a place of anger and frustration and scales to a place of gratefulness. Like the psalmist said, it was good for me that I was afflicted. Translation, it was good I didn't get what I wanted. It was good it didn't go the way that I wanted to go. It was good for me in Jesus' name. Father, we pray for those who their scales because they're mad of what a person did or did not do. Father, I pray that we would not be like Moses and that we would get angry with you based on something people did. Moses took his anger out on you based on his frustration and his anger with people. And I pray, God, that those that are dealing with those skills, whether they are frustrated or angry or mad because of what a person did or did not do, we come against that tonight. And not just for them, but for us too. I need us to be clear about this. Not just for those we're interceding for, God, but for us too. Don't let us develop scales because of what you did or did not do. Don't let us develop scales because of what a person did or did not do. And finally, God, don't let us create golden calves. Don't let us make our own God. What does God mean? It means source. It means source. Father, we tell you tonight, you are our source. The song says you are the source of our strength. You are the strength of our life. You are our gyra. You are the Lord that provides for us. You are our source. Tell them prayer. Type it in the comments. You are my source. You are our source, Father. And we let you know that tonight. Father, it is not a job. It is not a person. It is not money. It is not an automobile. It is not a home. It is not sex. It is not a computer. It is not a status. It is not a title. It is not a position. You are our source. And you've proven yourself. You told Moses, I am that that I am. A year, a share, a year. I will prove who I am. I will prove what I am based on what I do. And we tell you tonight, God, you've proven yourself. Mm. You've proven yourself, God. Come on, you all. 
You've proven yourself, God. And we tell you thank you for this. In the name of Jesus, we let you know tonight, God, you are our source. For those we're interceding for, let them see that you are their source. And no other help can they know. No other help can they know. You are their source. You're the one that's been healing them. You're the one that's protected them. You're the one that's provided them. We sit in the seat of the intercessor now. Now, Father, we shift in prayer. Everybody type shift. We shift in prayer now, God. And we make supplication. This is where we begin to pray for other Christians. Father, we pray whatever prayer you want to put out on, on uh, in the comment section now for another Christian. Drop that prayer in the comments tonight. We're going to switch seats now to praying a supplicating prayer. What is that? A, a supplement to another believer's prayer. Father, we shift in prayer tonight and we sit in the seat of one who makes supplication. One who supplements the prayer of another believer tonight in the name of Jesus. And we decree and declare, God, that every prayer we pray for them, God, that you would respond and that you would give results. That you would respond and that you would give results. That you would respond, God, and that you would give results now in the name of Jesus. And Father, we pray that you would answer their prayers. We pray, God. That favor would find them, that opportunity would open for them, that debts would be canceled for them. We pray, God, that in this spiritual year of Jubilee, God, that they would experience emancipation. They would have no restrictions. They would experience celebrations. This means they would have perpetual wins. And we pray, God, that they would experience restoration. This means that anything they get, it would be better than it was before. It would be better than it was before right now. In the name of Jesus, Father, I cover every single supplication that's laid out on prayer tonight, God, and we expect a praise report from them. We expect them to call and say, you must have prayed for me. We expect them to text and say, you must have prayed for them. We expect them to email and say, you must have prayed for me. We expect them to uh, send a message and say, you must have prayed for me. Matter of fact, can you tag the person you just made supplication for, whatever platform you're on, just to put their name, tag them, at so-and-so, I just prayed for you. At so-and-so, I just prayed for you. At so-and-so, I just prayed for you. And yes, it's good for us to pray for one another that are on prayer, but let's make sure we even pray for some people that are not on prayer tonight. Tag them. I just pray for you. We just pray for you tonight and we speak God's best for you. 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 We speak. We speak God's best for you. Right now, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, we pray. Come on, let's come up for breath. Everybody say amen right there. Everybody say amen right there. Everybody say amen right there. Amen right there. All right, can I teach you this principle? Make that a part of your prayers. A secret to getting your prayers answered or praying for somebody else, okay? It, watch me. If your increase is in your release, and to, don't expect heaven to fight for you when you haven't fought for somebody else in prayer. Come on here, y'all. All right. Don't expect from prayer what you don't do in prayer. Don't expect from life what you haven't released in life. Don't expect it. You got to hear me. You got to release this for people. Okay. Make this a part of that. Pick somebody every single day and you, and you make supplication for them. How many of you are going to start doing that on a daily basis? Wave at me. 
You pick somebody every day. You call them out by name and you begin to pray for them. You begin to pray for them. You begin to pray for them. If, if you want to do, you can get their picture. Get their picture on the wall and lay your hands on the wall. But they get, listen, you don't even got to do that. Get their, picture, get their picture on your phone and lay your hands on their picture and pray for them. Every day, make this part of what you are doing. Every day, make that part of what you're doing. Because when you begin to do that, you're going to begin to see your prayers manifest for you. Why? Because when you go to fight for somebody else, heaven's going to say, well, let's go fight for him. He always he fight, he fight for other people. Let's go fight for him. All right? Okay? Um, last thing I want to do for supplication, I'm going to ask that you pray for me. I'm going to ask that you pray for me. First Timothy chapter 2 says, it talks about the importance of praying for those in authority and leadership, etc. I'm going to ask that you pray for me. Um, this, this is my 16th year as a senior pastor. I look younger now than when I started. I was looking at a summary video that is released. That's on social media. We're so in church in a minute. That just kind of chronicles the last 16 years. And can I tell you, God has been good. Harvest, we planted from scratch with nothing, with no outside help, with no outside support. And a place they call the church planter's graveyard. And God has been good to us. And we're just getting started. Um, but I'm going to ask that you pray for me. Can I, can I be honest with you? Being a pastor is no joke. Um, people, man, <laughs> man, man. I think, I'm thinking about doing a pop-up. I don't know that I'm going to be able to do it tomorrow. Um, but I'll, I'll do it soon. A pop-up to just talk about some of these stories. To tell you some of the stories and some of the stuff that people do. People are something else. They will love you on one day and the very next day you'd be like, who the bleep is this? Can I keep it real prayer? Can I keep it real? Um, Listen, people are something, people are, <laughs> people are something else. And I, I made my prayer years ago. I had to learn how to do it differently. Um, because I'm, I'm a paternal person, paternal, very fatherly by nature. I had to learn how to do it differently because um, you, you, cannot, you, cannot, you cannot pour into a cup that presumes and, and presupposes it's already full. So I had to learn how to do things differently. I had to learn how to pull back, step back. I had to learn how to, I had to, learn how to do things differently. I had to learn how to, just had to learn how to do stuff differently. And it's a daily journey. It's a daily journey to learn and get better. Um, and I prayed, I said, Lord, I don't want to be a pastor that hates people. I don't. I don't want to be a pastor that loves crowds and hates people. I don't. Um, and so I, I want to ask you to just take, take a moment. Would you just type a prayer? And many of you are already doing it. Thank you for that. Um, can you just type a prayer for me? Um, some of the disrespect that comes from people, you'd be shocked. You'd be shocked, especially people who know that I, because I don't even play like that. I'm not even, I'm from the south side of the kingdom, okay? I just posted that. Somebody sent me that. <laughs> I love that. I'm from the south side. I don't even play like that. So coming at me crazy, I don't even know why you're doing that, all right? Because I just don't even know why you're doing that. But um, would you just take a moment to pray for me? Thank you. Many of you are already doing that. Many of you are already doing that. I love what I do, and I love the people that I lead. And, uh, and I refuse to believe that, and I refuse to judge all people based on a few people. You got to hear me. You got to hear me. Let that be revelation for some of y'all tonight. Stop judging everybody because of a couple of people. Everybody is not crazy. It was just her. Everybody ain't a liar. It was just him. Everybody is not a low down, dirty dog. It was just them. Don't do that. 
I, can you do that? Father, I thank you for every prayer that is being prayed for me right now, God, that is for my shalom, that is for my peace, that is for my wisdom. Father, thank you. Come on, y'all. Can, can you just pray for me for a moment? Thank you, God, for 16 years in this seat. Mao. Thank you, God, for protecting me. Thank you for prospering me. Thank you, God, for preserving me. Thank you, God, for protecting me. Thank you for promoting me. Thank you, God, for preserving me. Thank you, God, for ensuring that all things have been prepared and ready for me. Thank you, God, for what you told me 16 years ago. You said if I could do it here, I could do it anywhere. And Father, I bless you for that. I bless you, Father, for the wonderful, amazing people of Harvest God. I thank you. For those that are with me, I thank you for those that are not. I thank you, God, for those that are coming. And I thank you for those that have gone. I thank you for every lesson. I thank you for every piece of wisdom. I thank you, God, for every opportunity. I thank you for every door. I thank you for every decision made. I thank you for every tear I've shed. Woo! I thank you, God, for every heartache. I thank you, God, for every pain. I thank you, God, for every betrayal. I thank you, God, for every disappointment. I thank you, God, for every success. I thank you, God, for every loyal person. I thank you, God, for every person that fights with and for me on a day-to-day, week-to-week basis. I thank you, God, for those that walked away, my God, and I thank you for those that walk with. I thank you for those that would cut somebody down, Father, that would try to come against and tear down uh, uh, your manservant. God, I thank you, Father. Thank you for this journey. And I thank you for every prayer that's being released right now, God. I thank you, Father, that we're just getting started. I thank you, Father, that we are just 16. That's when you get your license. Father, I feel like I'm just getting my license to drive. I feel, God, like I'm just getting my license to go forward. I feel like I'm just now, Father, stepping into the scratching the surface of who and what you called for me to be. And Father, you get the glory out of my life. Come on, y'all. We about to move. Father, you get the glory out of my life. You get the glory out of harvest from top to bottom, left to right, side to side. You get the glory out of our story, God. It's very few churches that can say in this city that you have done for them what you've done for us. You've been good to us. You've been faithful to us. You open doors for us. You put us at the table, God, to direct what happens in this city, to direct what happens in this state. You have been faithful to us. And we thank you, God, that we are just getting started. We thank you, God, that our best days are not behind, but they are ahead. And I pray, God, that as I celebrate this 16th year, God, Father, that we would see you blow our minds. Can you pray that for me? God, blow my mind. This year is also significant for me, Father, um, because it represents something that happened significant for one of your men in the scripture, God, something significant that he was given, God. And I pray, God, that just like you did it for that man in your scripture, I pray you do the same for me, God. In the name of Jesus, we pray, God, protect my heart. Don't let it grow cold because of crazy folk. Protect my heart, God. Don't let it become evil and mean and bitter. Mm -mm. Father, I thank you that we would continue to love God. Come on. That we would continue to love people and we would continue to love life. In the name of Jesus, we pray. I thank you, God, for every person connected to Harvest, Harvest Church, Harvest Leadership Network, Harvest Bible College, Harvest Foundation. And I pray that as we are in our jubilee year, and it's jubilee for me and it's jubilee for us. Come on, everybody type, it's jubilee for us. This means that it's emancipation for us, God. We have no restrictions. 
You have removed restrictions. You have removed anything that would inhibit our free flow. You have removed anything that we thought was in our way. Father, it is our jubilee. Father, that we would have celebration, that, Father, we would have win after win after win. These wins began on Friday, and every day since this past Friday, I've been seeing wins that I've been praying for for weeks, months, in some instances, that have been flowing every single day. Father, I pray that we would see win after win after win, and, Father, this is our restoration. Father, that anything that we thought was taken, anything that was held back, Father, that we get it back and we get it better. In the name of Jesus, we pray. I declare that we are, what I pray for me, I pray for you, that we are 100% healthy and we are 100% healed. I pray, God, that we will live a long, healthy, anointed, prosperous life. Long, healthy, anointed, prosperous life. Long, type of L, healthy, type of H, anointed, type of A. Prosperous type of P, life type of L, that we would do it in Jesus' name. We pray, y'all. I had to close my eyes, I had to go in for a minute right there. We thank you for it now in the name of Jesus. We bless you for it, God. We bless you for it, God. We bless you for it, God. In Jesus' name, we pray. Some of y'all missed the initials L H A P L. Then I got L P. L-P-N-R-N, doctor, <laughs> all right? Listen, um, now I want us, I told you we're going to do prayer different tonight. I want us to now pray for you. I want to pray for you. I want to pray for you. Um, everybody, listen, there's things we worry about that we've never prayed about. How many of you know you got something right now that you are concerned about? And when you, if you're honest, you actually haven't prayed about it. Wave at me. Wait a minute. How many of you have some situations right now in your life that if you are, that if you are honest, you have some things. Someone say, I tried. No, you're doing good. Everybody doing good. No, everybody doing good. We good. We good. We all family. We good. I see me. I see hands. I see several hands. Um, so here's what we got to do, y'all. Um, there are things that sometimes we're frustrated about, angry about, mad about, worried about, and we haven't actually prayed about it. And so tonight, I want you, I want you to spend these last few minutes that we're together on prayer. I want you to pray for those things, for those things. Type as much as you want to put in the comments. If you want to put it as initials, if you want to type it all out. Mr. Foreman, why do you have us do that? Why do you have us to say so much? Number one, life and death are in the power of your tongue. Number two, um, the scripture is very clear. Wherever two or three touch on agreeing on anything, it shall be done for them. So when you type it in the comments, this is our way to touch. When I have you to speak certain things, it's your way to speak. If you're speaking and touching, bring about agreement. Agreement brings about results. It's a spiritual principle, all right? Um, I don't want, don't, don't pray for stuff right now that you always pray for. Don't do that. I want you to pray for that stuff you've been worried about, concerned about, frustrated about, and you haven't prayed about it. And watch me. And you haven't prayed about it. Drop it in the comments now. And we're going to cover that. You can put as much as you want to. The reason I'm having you to do it is because literally I'm about to call it out. So, Father, in Jesus' name, we now move to the final type of prayer, the final seat of prayer, which is to pray. This is what we do for ourselves. And, Father, in Jesus' name, we pray right now, God, for ourselves. We pray over these situations right now, God, that we have listed out. And, Father, we first ask you to forgive us. Forgive us, God, for not praying but worrying. That means we made a God out of this. 
That means we made a God out of this. Forgive us, God, for making a God out of something we could have prayed about. Father, in Jesus' name right now, we cover these situations, which means the devil just lost his foothold, which means the enemy just lost his foothold because he was hoping that we would not pray about it. He was hoping we would not pray about it. But in Jesus' name, right now, we cover in prayer every single thing, Father, that we have been worried about and did not pray about, that we have been frustrated about and did not pray about, that we've been angry about and we did not pray about. We cover these things right now in the name of Jesus. And we believe, God, that as we bring these petitions to you, and before you, that you would hear us and that you would respond, that you would hear us and you would respond, that you would hear us and you would respond, that you would hear us and you would answer us, that you would hear us and you would answer us. And we thank you for it now in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray that every single prayer request, Father, it becomes a praise report quickly. Quickly, quickly, quickly. We back it up with your word. We back it up with your word. We back it up with your word. Your word, Father, there's several places we can go, but we're going to go right here from Ezekiel chapter 12. Ezekiel chapter 12. Ezekiel, come on, Ezekiel chapter We go right here from Ezekiel chapter 12. And it says this. This is the sovereign word of the Lord. It will get down to verse number 25. It shall be fulfilled without delay. That's your word. Ezekiel 12 and 25. It shall be fulfilled without delay. Without delay. In Jesus' name we pray. Everybody drop an amen right there. You can keep typing your requests, you all. And, and can I just salute y'all? Because some of y'all are getting real detail. That's how you get answers in prayer. That's how you get answers in prayer. That is how you get answers in prayer. I promise you. That is how you get answers in prayer. Um, this is good. This is good. Um, here's what I want to do. Um, lastly, if you're on prayer tonight, last couple of things. If you're on prayer, I told you it's going to be different tonight. I wanted to spend all of our time in those three seats tonight. Starting with intercession, supplication, and then finally to prayer for yourself. You always got to think about the stuff that you haven't prayed about. Because many times we talk about all this other stuff and the stuff that's most ticking us off, we have not even prayed about it. You haven't even, you mad with somebody, you haven't even prayed about it. You ticked off with somebody, you haven't even prayed about it. You got to hear what I'm saying. All right. So. Last two things I want to do. If you're not saved tonight, you're not a Christian tonight, tonight. This is your moment. You're not watching this by accident. You need to become a Christian and recommit yourself to the Lord. On three, do me a, do the hand wave emoji or say it's me. Um, if you need to become a Christian and recommit yourself to the Lord. One, two, three. If that's you, respond and respond very quickly. We got to go. You need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord. Or if you're like Bishop Foreman, I'm not sure where things stand with the Lord, but I want to be sure. But I want to be sure. I need you to wave your hand. I don't need you getting off of prayer tonight and you're not sure. I'll be sure. Come on. I need you to be sure tonight. Wave at me. While people are responding to that, um, if you want to sow into prayer, I want to encourage you to sow. And we're going to tie our seed to that scripture from Ezekiel 12, $25. That's what we're going to sow tonight. And you're going to call this seed No More Delay. 
No more delay. You can read that whole chapter, Ezekiel 12. Um, you can read that whole chapter. It says, it will be fulfilled with no more delay. For in your days, I will fulfill what I say, declares the Lord. That's, that's Bible, Ezekiel 12, 25. Ezekiel 12, 25. I got you. I want to be sure. I got you. I got you. Just do that hand wave emoji or say, it's me. I got you. They want to be sure. I got you. I got you. Mr. Foreman, I think things are good with God. I don't, I'm not really sure. Wave your hand or say it's me. Do not, listen, tomorrow's not promised. And if tonight, can I tell you what, what I think keeps me um, in a place where I'm always excited? Um, and, and I have human moments like everybody. But where I'm, where, I'm, where I'm generally always excited about the things of God and always excited about the Lord is because I think about the fact that tomorrow it is not promised. And at any moment, today I learned of a pastor in the city who recently fell ill and passed away. And I think he was only in his 60s and, and passed away. And then over the last few years, I've watched several men of God just, I just, just gone. Spend their years building something and just gone just like that. No matter what you spend your life building, no matter what you spend your life doing, it's going, it's, it's, this, is good. this is reality, ready? Just, it, it ends in a box on this side. On this side, it ends in a box. It ends in a box. It ends in a box. I remember while I was at the funeral of my late bishop and, and we were there, I was watching, I looked at all the way he built, the, the hundreds of thousands of lives, I'm certain that he's changed and impacted. And I said, and that's where it ended, in the box, on this side, on this side. And I said, wow, God, we got to do as much as we can, while we can, to tell everybody we can about the Lord. Y'all got to hear that, right? So we're going to sow tonight. We're going to sow tonight. How do you sow? And we're going to pray, but let me tell you how to sow first. Um, you can use the cash app, dollar sign, Bishop Foreman with the number two at the end. PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, Givelify. You can use all of that. The key email is hello at harvestchurch.church should you want to do that. You're also able to, uh, if you're already connected to Harvest, you can use text to give. You can also use our website to give or our app to give also. All right. You can do that. You can do that. Right. I, right. Right. I see that comment. You can do that. All right. The seat name of the seat is no more delay. Twenty five dollars. You can sow more than twenty five. Um, um, but whatever you sow, make sure it's a two and a five in there. If you want to do fifty two, do fifty two. If you want to do two hundred and fifty, do two fifty. Make sure it's a two and a five in there. And that's witness. Two is witness. Five is grace. Lastly, here's what I want to do. I want to pray right now. Um, for those that just said it's me or did the hammer of emoji to become Christians or recommit yourselves to the Lord at C name, no more delay. Um, I want us all, I want us all, I want us all uh, to pray this prayer. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for your love for me. I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that you are my Lord and Savior. Give me the grace to be a faithful Christian from this day forward. If I was far from you, reconnect me to you. In Jesus' name, amen. All right? Just pray that prayer for the first time or recommit it yourself to the Lord. Or you're sure, because I saw over here on Instagram some need to be sure. Make sure you text the word decision to the phone number 877-552-4746. When you do that, we're going to shoot you a text right away. So you got to make Christianity your lifestyle and not just a hobby. I love you guys. It's 802. I pray you have an amazing night. Again, get your seed in the ground. No more delay. And, and check that scripture out, Exodus, 12, or excuse me, Ezekiel 12 and uh, 25. Uh, I will see y'all tomorrow on social. 
Uh, it's my birthday, and um, and so I'm excited for another year of life. I'm excited for another year to see God's promises. Um, this year is going to be significant for me. I'll tell you why um, soon, um, but this year will be significant for me um, because of its correlation to something that God did for a man of God in Scripture. And so I'm excited about that. Love you. Have an amazing day to you all. Uh, shalom to you. Guys, when we get off of prayer, sow and then share. Get your seat in the ground. Call it no more delay. But then go share this. Share this on your page. Share it on your Insta story. Share it on your Facebook page. Share it on YouTube. Do all of that so that it can happy 22 again. Absolutely. I don't count the two years of coronavirus. I don't count the birthday of 2020 or 2021. So I'm going to petition the state to just change my numbers because I don't count it. Listen. All right. Love you guys. Have a good night. Shalom. Love y'all. Tell them what I do. There we go. Love you, IG. Love you all up here. Amen. Amen, amen. Someone says you need gifts. Amen. That's my love language. Amen. Love you. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, saver. Whether you're saving for that trip to the tropics or saving for an emergency, now is the time to take advantage of Wells Fargo's savings options. Wells Fargo offers savings accounts that can help you save towards your goals. So, what are you saving for? Visit a Wells Fargo branch or wellsfargo.com backslash save to open a savings account today. Wells Fargo Bank N.A. Member FDIC. 